The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of, like, doom and gloom. America's that's end of America, and I have to say that um, you might be a willing participant in that. Uh, no, what are you talking about? I just, I, so first of all, I just got back from Southern Europe, which is maybe some of the laziest people on the planet. <laughs> I mean, they can't, I don't understand how these countries are as old as they are and they still haven't figured any of this stuff out. Like a simple thing like a line. Maybe we should all get in line. That might make things a little That's easier. A, it's nah. a very offensive commentary around a long line of Italian peasants that. <laughs> yeah, well, they're always going to be they're always going to be peasants if they keep up the behavior that they they have exhibited. And well, it was funny. I had a tour guide in Greece, and she was very upset with me when I when I maybe implica- implied that th- they might be a bit lazy and that they didn't have their financial house in order. Boy, I thought this lady was going to slip my throat. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so um, the American dream is not dead. And here's the stats: among the kids raised in the bottom twenty percent. of those kids have higher incomes than their parents. 73% of Americans in their 40s have higher incomes than their parents did at their age. Uh, and so the American dream is not dead. And here's here's the thing. You know, you, you might have issues with what's going on with the last president or this president or whoever's going to be the next president. But we still have the best system in the history of humankind to unleash human potential. And that is going to continue to be true. And so if you are willing to work hard, help yourself get an education and then work hard. Uh, there is no stopping you in the United States of America. So, you know, the problem is, is we've gotten unbelievably lazy, which is the second part of what I wanted to say. Um, and this is actual data that now has come out from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Americans are lazy and they're getting lazier. The Bureau of Labor Statistics released an America, its American Time Use Survey, uh, and it shows that one third of Americans are now working from home. That's up from 25% in 2019. Um, but there's also a survey that uh, in the survey that found that Americans are working, uh, that Americans working full time from home work two and a half hours less than Americans at the office. <laughs> Big is, shocker. Is that a surprise? Um, uh, the, overall, the total civilian population worked an average of 3.2 hours a day in 2022, down from 3.6 hours in 2019. Uh, that's significantly per- that's a big percent lazier and so here's the thing you know I, this remote work thing and saying that it doesn't change productivity it's bs like nobody can convince me otherwise They're like you're i know what you're doing i know what's happening when you're working from home and that's if you ever want to work at northwest quadrant Never happening, ever. Hence, hence our extremely difficult time finding staff. Everybody, but I, you're not working from home. You're just at home. Like, what? Get take the workout. You're just at home, and we're sending you money. I guess for because we we are the labor market in a nutshell. It's so obvious when you actually participate in it, and you're not uh, divorced from reality and flying private jets back and forth between Washington D.C. and whatever conference you're going to. Uh, when you Wait, are you implying that's what I'm doing? <laughs> no, I, oh, I just mean oh, oh. policymakers and their and market commentators complete lack of participation in Main Street America well, is it's so the, evident when But the C suite in America it's not, politicians have nothing to do with letting employers letting people work from home. The problem is is that the C suite is completely rolled over and said, eh, we give up, we're not we, you know, you but and Jane, Jamie Jamie comes out and says he wants you know, everybody needs to come back to work and they lose it on him and it's like Wait, what? What is happening to this sweet country? Come on. It's work, people. That's what the, the, the title means, work. Like, come on. 
Yeah. I know you just want something for free. Here, I just got back from countries that don't want to work. It's not good. I promise. It's not good. They might have good food, but that's it. They have nothing else. <laughs> they can't even form a line. They have good weather. <sighs> Maybe. We'll see. Okay. Uh, here, here's the thing that Josh and I want to talk about in this segment, not how lazy you all are, because th- those of you that listen to us are the opposite of lazy, um, but you know who we're talking about. Anyways, we wanted to talk about the fact that our industry, the financial services industry, whether it be financial advisors or accountants, tax preparers, they are so focused on you all saving money in pre-tax retirement accounts, meaning your traditional 401ks, your traditional IRAs. Uh, anything where you get a tax credit on the front end, um, and, but you're going to have to take it out and it's going to be taxed as ordinary income. And um, we, Josh and I really believe wholeheartedly, and we do this with our own money, um, we can't do it yet with, a, with Roth money because our incomes are too high, but we believe wholeheartedly that you should be saving in after-tax accounts like Roth IRAs. And if you have a 401k at work that has a Roth option, we absolutely think that's where you should be contributing. And it's now changed such that your employer can match that, match your contributions in the Roth side of things. So there is no reason, because it's, it's one of those things in a 401k, the income limits for Roths don't exist. So and we you, should we should acknowledge like there's all of these changes that are yet to really be implemented in our industry. Which and even on the IRS website, when I, last I checked last week, you know you you have the ability now to contribute to a SEP Roth IRA. Uh, employer matches are able to go onto the Roth side. The industry has not yet accommodated <laughs> that, and the you know I don't I think the. Financial services is essentially waiting on IRS guidance as to as far as how to implement this stuff. But uh, over the next six months, I think you'll finally see the implementation of the ability to contribute to a SEP, uh, to the simple side of a Roth. Uh, there's Your just, 401k. Yeah, there's just a lot more choice that's going to enable more people, especially those contributing uh, on smaller employer-sponsored plans, uh, to make Roth contributions, which is a great thing, I think, overall for the long-run financial health of people individually, but uh, it's just yet to actually be implemented. But just just think about it this way. If you have a traditional IRA that, from your 401k rollover or you have a, a Roth IRA from the 401k Roth 401k rollover, and you're in retirement and you want to take 10,000 bucks out of your traditional IRA. Guess what? After taxes, you're going to net 7,000, maybe 6,800. The Roth is going to come out tax free. So, you know, our industry wants to save your money, your taxes now, contribute to this, it'll reduce your taxable income. Um, but when you get to retirement, if you have a bunch of money that you can access with either no tax liability or very low tax liability, it makes a huge difference in what your retirement looks like. So many of our clients that have money in traditional retirement accounts feel like that money is trapped. They're like, I don't want to touch that Psychologically, money. Psychologically, they don't want to spend it. And then they get into the some people get into the liquidation cycle where they like they take those big one time distributions and don't do enough withholding and it just starts this feedback loop where every year they're liquidating a little bit more to pay the liability from the prior year tax liability yeah we just watch it play out and it it's more and more clear that the accountancy side of this profession is sort of they have tunnel vision and they don't see well, they want the a, holistic picture and why it actually they matters. want to tell their clients this is how much I reduced your tax liability this yep. year but it's short sighted and the other thing that I'll tell you is that so you know Josh and I we're going to have a 401k Roth 401k and max that out but the other thing I'll tell you the the place where I'm most aggressive and where I say money is uh, in my taxable investment account that's jointly held with my wife. So think about all of you that have, uh, you know, when you're saving, you want to think about saving money in a, you know, a, a taxable account where it's after tax money. It's not a Roth IRA. Uh, you have full, you have access to it at any time. It's just like a savings account, but instead of investing it in savings or CDs, you're investing it just like you do the rest of your retirement money and you have full access to it. The, the biggest accounts in the world are these kind of accounts. The richest people in the world, these are the kind of accounts that they have, um, and they have full access to it. They don't have to wait till they're 59 and a half. So many people, we talk to them about opening up a non-qualified investment account, a taxable investment account, and it's like we're blowing their mind. They're like, you can do that? And it's like, of course. That's why the richest people in the world pay the lowest tax rates because capital gains and dividend tax rates are as low as they are, and that's where they have all of their money, and that's where all of their income comes from. And so that's where I save the most 
most aggressively with my wife and I, because when I get to retirement, then I have some control over what my taxes look like versus having all of this money in a traditional IRA. And I know accountants argue with us all the time, but we live this every single day with our clients. And believe me, all of these people, these giant IRAs, giant 401ks, they all feel like that money is trapped because of the tax liability to get at that money. So we feel like too many of you are too aggressively savings in, in these kind of accounts, um, and you're hurting your future self in retirement. All right, if you'd like to take us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you owe at least $500,000 of investable assets, call the office 800-743-0988 or go to our website, Northwest Quadrant Wealth, and send us an email. When we come back, we're going to talk about why certain investments end up in your investment accounts. Stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Boston and At 7,800 feet, harnessed and clipped into a three-quarter-inch steel cable, pumped for a thrill ride down Mount Bachelor, you're probably not thinking about the tons of specialized concrete brought halfway up a volcano to make this experience possible. Hooker Creek's commitment to providing only the highest quality construction materials means wherever you go in Central Oregon, there's a good chance Hooker Creek was already there, delivering better materials to build better projects. Hooker Creek, at the foundation of local. Here at Coastal, we really appreciate our loyal Coastal Country Club members. So we have a special sale for you. Coastal Farm and Ranch, we're just what the country needs. We have a special bucket sale for members only this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. All Coastal Country Club members can buy a Coastal 5-gallon bucket for $1 off. You'll get 15% off anything that fits in the bucket, plus 10% off all firearms. Not a member yet? Sign up the same day and you'll be eligible for the bucket sale too. You can also buy three bags of Country Companion Feed at Coastal and get one bag for free. See the store for complete details and excluded items. You must be a loyalty member to receive the discount during the bucket sale. Coastal Farm and Ranch, we're just what the country needs. Serving Central Oregon from Highway 97 in Redmond. Hot sleep and high interest rates plaguing your summer? It's time to lower the temper a with 0% financing only at Cascade Mattress and Furniture. You heard that right. On approved credit, get 0% financing on all Tempur-Pedic sleep systems. Combine 0% financing and save even more cold, hard cash with up to $500 off the Temper Breeze collection. The Breeze system delivers unmatched cooling comfort and pressure-relieving support. And my favorite part? The sleep system automatically adjusts to help eliminate your partner's snoring. Visit CascadeMattress.com, or better yet, visit the Tempur-Pedic experts at Cascade Mattress to experience the cool sleep breeze for yourself. Located in the Bend factory stores next to Nike and Columbia, or the new downtown Redmond showroom. Everyday value warehouse prices, Cascade Mattress. You work hard driving the road, earning every dime, and you do not have time for interruptions. If you break down in the Portland area or need great service, call Ultimate Truck Service first at Exit 9 in Ridgefield. They'll keep any diesel truck or diesel pusher road ready. Air conditioning, brakes, you name it. In an emergency, Ultimate Truck Service will come to you within 25 miles or have your tow driver take you. Call or go online. Ultimate Truck Services. They keep you rolling. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes. 
Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name is Tyler Simonis. That feller over there, he's Josh Finelli, and we're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in Bend. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. If you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, we do a short video in the middle and end of every month where we talk about what's going on in the old capital markets and how that's affecting your money. So if you want to get added to that list, you can see why we have a face for radio. Go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Send us an email. Just say, like to be added to your e-newsletter list, and we'll get you on the list. Um, so the, one of the reasons I think the Fed is confused, and I am fo- thoroughly confused, is if you look at this cycle, this economic cycle that we're going through right now, and you compare it to past cycles, you never get to this point in the cycle and the labor market is, is on fire as it is. And so I think when the you know you start to listen to the Federal Reserve members, the board members, uh, board of governor board of governors, the members is when you you know they have this like uh, they're talking with more uncertainty. You know when they they're giving answers or explanations, there's not a lot of certainty in their answers or or, or their discussion. And I think it has a lot to do with their confusion about this labor market um, because there's no question about it. Inflation has come down, right? I mean, it was really high 18 months ago. We were, you know, just close to 10% inflation and it was quite painful and it's come down materially. You know, you look at all the, the different things that are inputs to inflation and a lot of that's come down as well. But when you look at the labor market and you look at how unbelievably on fire it is, that's what makes the Fed nervous. And it makes me thoroughly confused to think about how much the Fed has done and how the labor market's just given the Fed the middle finger. And so, um, you know, I think that's that's what the confusion is, is, is from the Fed is like, in order for us to kill demand, to, to, to quell some demand, we have to deal with the labor market, yet the labor market keeps going in the direction that doesn't make any sense to us. And so that's what I think ultimately is because, you know, we're still seeing wages move higher and, and wages moving higher is inflationary. There's no way around that. Um, and so uh, I guess time will tell what, what the Fed finally is done. But I think I think, and Josh and I have talked about this a lot, it's still going to be about a duration thing. Like this is going to be a lot of sideways, big moves up, big moves down, but ultimately the market will probably be moving sideways. Um, So here's the the definition of why we think owning stocks is really important over time. Over the last 30 years, the purchasing power of the U.S. consumer dollar has been cut in half due to inflation. At the same time, the S&P 500 has gained 681% or 7% a year after adjusting that number of inflation. So it's, it, I'm looking at the chart of the S&P versus the inflation number or your purchasing power. And it's it's the reason you should own stocks and invest in stocks uh, in one chart. I mean, the, you know, your purchasing power over the last 30 years has been cut in half and we haven't really had high inflation. We've had very below average inflation for most of that 30 years. Um, but stocks obviously have gained 7% after inflation on an annualized basis or almost 700%. It's hard to ignore that compounding of your money over time. Okay. So uh, one of the things that we talk about on the show a lot, and maybe you hear it or don't, um, is that there are a lot of conflicts of interest in the financial services business. And one of the reasons for that is that there's a lot of money at stake. And so, you know, uh, there are, you can take a little incremental bit from everybody, whether it be front running trades or whatever it might be. And over time, because there's so much money at stake, you still will make a lot of money. Um, And so if you look at Edward Jones, Edward Jones, Jones, the big national firm, their revenue sharing uh, was up 26% on a year over year basis. And so I'll explain what revenue sharing is. So Edward Jones has agreements with six different mutual fund companies and six different insurance companies. And 95, 98% of their advisor's money that they allocate for their clients goes into these either these insurance products, whether in their annuities, whole life, whatever it is, or these mutual fund companies. So Edward Jones says, in order for you to be on this platform, you have to revenue share back some of your fee mutual fund company or insurance company back to us, Edward Jones, the home office in St. Louis. And so they compensate their advisors to move in a certain way to move their client's money into these funds. And so I mentioned in the tease leading up to this uh, segment, 
you know, why do, why does your money end up in certain investments and not others? And so it's because of this revenue sharing. And so when you look at every single company that revenue shares, and I'm looking at a list of all of them, all the big ones, UBS, Morgan Stanley, Ameriprise, Edward Jones, uh, Merrill Lynch, J.P. Morgan, Wells Fargo, Raymond James, all of these have on their websites, they have to disclose uh, their revenue sharing agreements and their percentages and, and how much money they made. And so there's a good chance that some of those firms I just mentioned that you have money there and th what ends up in your account has nothing to do with that being the best investment for you. It has to do with the fact that that company revenue shares back with your firm. And so, like I said, Edward Jones saw the revenue sharing jump 20. I don't know how that happens to me. That seems criminal that they would have the revenue share jump 26%. In fact, when you look at the data of Edward Jones and you look at the profitability of Edward Jones, they would not be profitable if it weren't for this revenue sharing that they do. And so you can be at one of these firms. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, you, that you can't, that there are not good people that work at these firms, but the business, the business model of these businesses is set up to not do what's best for you, the end client. And maybe you know that, like you didn't know exactly how it worked, but I'm here to tell you that the reason those investments are in your account is because of these revenue sharing agreements, not because they're, they're the best investments for you. So guess who doesn't revenue share? BlackRock iShares are not revenue sharing back to any of these firms. So guess what happens? They don't end up in your account. Vanguard does not revenue share. Vanguard is, there's, and the reason for that is that these are investments that the fees are so unbelievably low, there's no revenue sharing availability there because the fees are already too low. So when I say revenue sharing, um, a lot of these firms are revenue sharing one quarter of 1% back to the home office of these firms. And when you think about if Merrill Lynch does $80 billion in mutual fund business every year and they're getting back 0.25% of that in revenue sharing agreements with the fund companies that their advisors use, that is real money to Merrill Lynch. And of course, they're going to be incentivized to use XYZ fund or XYZ in insurance product as opposed to, oh, you know what? What's the most important thing over time in terms of investment performance? Fees. Oh, well, we can't use Vanguard, even though they're the lowest, best option. And to, over time, it's proven that they're, that low-cost uh, you know, index is going to beat all these other BS things. We can't use those, even though I'd like to, because they don't revenue share back to me. And so here's the thing, people. You're getting screwed, and these firms are doing it to you. They disclose it. They put it on their website, but none of you are going on there and looking. And so you have to ask yourself, when you look at your account and you look at your statement, why are these investments in here? What, what is it about these investments? Why don't I own Vanguard? Why don't I own exchange-traded funds with 0.03% fee? And the answer is simple. It's that they're not revenue-sharing back to the firm where your advisor works. And that's fine if your advisor wants to play that game. You just don't need to be privy to that. You need to move your money because the number one determining factor in your performance of your investments is fees, and you're paying really high fees just so that firm can make an extra few hundred million dollars. So that's why that stuff's ending up in your account. You just need to start doing something about it. And I can't figure out when Josh and I do these free retirement views why you allow this BS to continue to happen. All right, if you'd like to be part of the program, you have a question for us or a comment, call us. My head's turning red. I'm getting dizzy. 877-670-7117 uh, or email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about why you shouldn't be using the S&P 500 as your benchmark. Stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. FM 100.1 is News Talk 1110, KBND, Bend. 
love it here, and we think you will too. Welcome to Alpine Meadows. Beautifully kept landscaping, Alpine Meadows has one-bedroom apartments and two- and three-bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dallas, California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails, a place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows Townhomes, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. You enjoy the quiet life, but... You like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. For most kids, summer is the best. But for others, summer is tough because they're hungry. In Deschutes County, thousands of kids qualified for the free and reduced school lunch program. For many, it's their only meal of the day. But when school's out, getting kids their lunch becomes a challenge. No child in our community should go hungry, ever. But you can help, and it's inexpensive. Join the Ben Food Project. When you go to the grocery store, place one extra non-perishable food item in your cart. Just one. Healthy, nutritious things like pasta, tuna, cereal, or peanut butter. When you put the groceries away, put that one item in the green Ben Food Project bag we'll provide you. Every two months, we'll come pick it up. The process is easy, painless, and inexpensive, yet enormously rewarding. Can you help with the can a week? Get your green bag at BenFoodProject.com. BenFoodProject.com. Oh, Stan! Yes, echoey voice in my head? Did you go to Basilite? I didn't fight it. Basilite it. Oh, Stan, you dumb man. Basilite is the place where you'll find a great selection of stone and concrete products, plus a knowledgeable staff to help you pick the perfect sizes, colors, and textures. Need installation help? Basilite has a great list of local contractors. Basilite, high-quality products and exceptional service in Redmond since 1980, and at the right price. Here at the Almond Joy Factory, where tropical vibes abound, we use soft, fresh-tasting coconut. The crunchiest almonds and delicious chocolate candy. Ah, but do you know what our most important ingredient is? Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts and something even way better than that. Yes, Almond Joy is made with almonds and Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. I went through it a while back. I got Nugenix Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again. At work, in the gym and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text POWER to 321-321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total Tea. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenix Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text POWER to 321-321. That's POWER to 321-321. Products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name is Tyler Simonis. He over there, that guy, is Josh Finelli. Jo Robert Josh Finelli. His business name is Robert. His party name, Josh. Uh, but we appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. If you'd like to be part of our show, call us. 877-670-7117. You can always email us your question or comment by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. So Josh, Robert, I mean, Finelli, uh, 
has been talking. He, Josh is a big demographer. He, him and Harry Dent have a lot in common. <laughs> oh yeah. But Josh, no, Josh uh, is 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 he does believe in demographics, and of course, demographics matter. Uh, in my opinion, demographics take longer to play out than most people think. Just like economic cycles, you know, a lot of these things take longer to play out. Um, but he's been pushing the idea that the reason uh, markets are levitating is because of the baby boomers. And there was a really good article that came out from Fortune magazine uh, and the title of at the end of June. And the title of it was, there's a $75 trillion reason the economy won't crash into recession. Top economist says, baby boomers pent up net worth. And, you know, of course, there is a lot. I mean, there's a great argument in this in this article about why the baby boomers um, – but here, my issue, why the baby boomers are going to keep the economy chugging along and that they, they are flush with cash. And, you know, we uh, have firsthand evidence of the fact of, of how flush the baby boomers are. Now, of course, our client base isn't the the real economy, right? So no, like, they, we mean, obviously they have the, they represent the top 20 percent. Yeah. And so uh, in my opinion, it's more Josh's generation that is r- responsible in their uh in their keeping up with the Joneses. Um, but what, for whatever reason it is, the, the economy is not going into well, recession. Well, I, I think it's more like the baby boomers leverage as a percentage of their household net worth is the lowest it's ever been. And they also have a lower propensity to spend, but they have a high propensity to give. And those gifts go to my generation, which has a higher propensity to make discretionary spend. But it's also <laughs> to make it rain. It's also non-discretionary spend because you know I'm in the middle of the household formation stage, and you know I spend money on all these things that I didn't even know existed four years ago, <laughs> before I had kids, like strollers <laughs> and car seats, <laughs> or you know however many hundreds of dollars on diapers, and you know it's just the this exhaustive list of things that I literally were not even on my radar five years ago. <laughs> And, you know, of course, it's why it's the by far, you know, and even, it gets even more expensive, obviously. I'm watching the the trajectory of it happen. Uh, and I'm not even to the college phase, which, you know, you're in the midst of, which is the most expensive, of course. But uh, that to me is what drives, you know, it's it's more just like, a, you know, the anecdote sort of explains where the, the net, where the household is and the sort of well like what's it, i think what's crazy is, is the flushness of the american consumer is I, I think confusing and confounding everybody including the federal reserve right like most federal reserve officials would, had said we would already be in an economic slowdown significant economic slowdown by now um but the baby boomer generation which is defined by uh, people born between 1946 and 1964 had a net worth of 75 trillion dollars at the end of the first quarter that's uh, that's the highest ever. I mean, that's a big, big that's number. Thirty percent. It's almost thirty-five percent higher than it was three years ago, which is just like. So I mean, it's what's crazy is how how flushed the American consumer are is, especially the baby boom generation. You know, a lot of these baby boomers they sat across the table from people that went through the Great Depression, and so that had an implication on how much money they saved. But you know, if they're clients of ours, we tell them, hey. You can't take any of this money with you, so get out there and spend it. The, the U.S. economy needs you, right? Yeah, we're, well. We're, Mr. we're patriotic. We, <laughs> we want our clients to get out there and spend that money so that we can keep uh, stock prices continuing to go higher so Josh and I can make some money. It's just obvious why you're going to continue to see uh, you know, insatiable demand in certain categories of spend, whether uh, you know, on the services side, baby boomers are – and I think there's like this psychological impact of the pandemic, and it's sort of – you know, well, awaken people to the notion that life is this. It doesn't hurt that the U.S. government sent out six trillion dollars. No, of course not. But so, okay, let's let's talk about let's change the subject to um, the S and P five hundred and how too many people, whether it be the S and P five hundred or the Dow, use it as a benchmark for their portfolio. So, Josh and I, when we build portfolios for our clients, we we build portfolios. Uh, for our clients' life circumstances, right? We're you. All, most of our clients need a specific outcome uh, with their money. So it's like, okay, you know, somebody comes in, they show us their accounts. Congratulations, you saved all this money. They have all this money invested. Now, what's this money for? Because it's very hard to know how you're going to invest somebody's money without knowing what it's for. And so, so many people, you know, have this like. I, I I only want to have 50% of my money in stocks because I can't take the volatility and I you know uh, the, 
but then they come into our office and they say, well, the S&P's up this, I'm up this. Why am I not doing as well as the S&P 500? It's like, because you have half the exposure to the market. If you want the return to the S&P, go buy the SPY and see how that goes for you. And that's fine, but you know, you can get pure proxy exposure to the S&P 500 through an ETF or a mutual fund, um, but you just have to deal with the S&P 500 volatility that has historically and sometimes gone down 58% which is okay. I mean, the S&P's done fabulously well over its existence, and I believe that to be true uh, going forward, but you're going to have to go through those periods where it goes down 50 plus percent, and can you stay in the game? And the answer is for most of you, no. So what's challenging for Josh and I is that we, when we have clients compare their account or their portfolio to the returns of the S&P 500, but they're not willing to take near the risk of the S&P 500, it, it, it it doesn't make any sense to us. And so too many of you are comparing your returns to some benchmark that has little to do with how successful your portfolio is going to be for you, right? So if you're in the stage of life where you're taking withdrawals from your portfolio, you need to have a percentage of your portfolio in safe investments so that when stocks inevitably go down, which they do every five or six years, we have a bear market, uh, you need to have a place in your portfolio where you can go that's not going to be down in value, that you can get your monthly income that allows the rest of your portfolio, the risk asset of your portfolio that's down in value to recover. Now, if you're you know, you can see the data. If you have all your money in the S&P 500 and you're taking withdrawals and you go through two bear markets, you're going to run out of money. And so, yes, you might get the returns of the S&P 500, but who cares because you ran out of money. So is your portfolio successful for you? Of course not. And so if you have a diversified portfolio that includes some fixed income, that gives you a place to go that will allow you to not have to sell stocks in a down market, that's how you create a successful portfolio. But then on the flip side of that, you can't then say, why is my account not doing as well as the market? Um, and, you know, the, the bonus is on the downside, your account when the market's down isn't going to go down nearly as much as uh, the market. And so there's that there's that bonus. But, you know, when we talk about to our clients about building a diversified portfolio of 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 stocks and bonds, there's a trade-off to that, right? There, you're not going to get – I mean the S&P 500 total return over the last 100 years is 10.2%, and that's great. But it didn't get there in a straight line, like 10.2%. Getting that number, it never actually got that number. It got there in a very bumpy way. And like I said, we had a 20-year a period where the S&P 500 went down 55% and then 58% to, on two separate occasions. And so if you were, like I said, in the phase of your life where you're taking income and you're taking income from a purely stock portfolio, S&P 500 portfolio in that period, it doesn't work out well. You need to have a diversified portfolio that smooths some of that out so the downside isn't as bad because the negative math in, in investment performance is very detrimental especially if you're taking money out of an account. So too many of you are looking at, okay, I should be benchmarking my account versus the market being the S&P 500. And I, that's, that's, if I don't get those returns, then it's a failure. Yet that doesn't gel at all with the circumstances of your life and your, and your situation where you're having to take money or, or you just can't deal with the volatility of the market in general. So too many of you are, are benchmarking your performance against something that is unrealistic and unattainable for your situation, and you need to stop doing that um, because you're going to set yourself up for failure or your financial advisor for failure, um, and, and that's not something you want. All right. If you would like to take one of us up on a free retirement view, uh, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life, your portfolio, your asset allocation, your estate plan, whatever you want to talk about is fair game. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get that scheduled, 800-743-0988, or send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we will tackle some of your email questions, so stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988.
actually spot cancer yourself. That's what makes melanoma different. It stands out. Melanoma is the skin cancer you can spot with your own eyes. I'm Dr. Sancy Leachman, and studies show the survival rate for melanoma is 99% when treated early. Melanoma stands out. You could spot cancer. Don't wait another day. Learn more at StartSeeingMelanoma.com. That's StartSeeingMelanoma.com. Have you ever wondered about the difference between top brands like Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and the number one ranked Sealy Hybrid Mattress? Would you like to compare the sleep benefits of those top brands to all natural mattress options like Posh & Lavish, or even organic latex and two-sided mattresses? The sleep experts at Cascade Mattress & Bedroom Furniture have decades of experience in helping people sleep well. Their experience will help guide you through the maze of mattress styles, comfort, and support. Now available in town or online online. In about an hour, Cascade Mattress takes the time to help you narrow it down to the best options within your budget. Find locally owned and operated Cascade Mattress and Bedroom Furniture in the Bin Factory stores right next to Nike and Columbia. Everyday value warehouse prices, Cascade Mattress. Online at CascadeMattress.com or call 541-678-REST. How about all text? You... Focus on the road. As a passenger, you have the power to prevent an accident. There are a thousand ways to stop a distracted driver. Choose one. A message from CTIA. Looking for the greatest songs and singers from the 1950s to today? Barry Manilow, Frank Sinatra, The Carpenters, Neil Diamond, The Beatles, Carly Simon, Michael Buble, and more? Tune into our sister station, Central Oregon's New Gold, 1077 FM. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war in the term life industry. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man aged 45 non-smoker can get a million dollars of coverage for $75 per month. Level rate for 10 years. Or a man aged 50 non-smoker can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110. Level rate for 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rate for 20 years. If you a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for a new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote. 800-786-9161. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 1-800-786-9161. Remember, 1-800-786-9161. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-smoker rate class. Exam required to qualify. Summertime brings a whole new appreciation of what a brand new, custom-built Highline home can do for you and your family. There are the benefits of air conditioning, quality insulation, and windows. I'm very impressed with the insulation. Winter, it stays warm, and in the summertime, when it's really hot, it stays nice and cool. Then there's the perfect outdoor living space. It is nice, yeah. I'm on five acres out here, and you want to entertain and, and hang out. Virtual tours and more at HighlineHomes.com. Oregon, CCB 181069. Highline Homes. On your lot, on time, Bill Wright. Get your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. If you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a short video on the 15th and 30th of every month where we talk about what's going on in the capital markets, especially as it relates to your money. So if you want to get added to that e-newsletter list, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Send us an email. Just let us know you'd like to be added to the e-newsletter list, and that's the only thing that we will send you. So... Let's tackle some of your email questions because we have a few here. Um, we got an email from Jeff. Jeff doesn't say where he is, so I assume Oregon based on his question. Uh, Jeff says, with interest rates moving higher, when do you guys think I can start buying longer dated bonds in my account? Also, what do you guys think of Oregon municipal bonds right now? So I'll tackle that first, and then you can uh, give us your two cents on that. But So here's the thing. I'm, we talked about this earlier in the show. 
the yield curve, Jeff, is still inverted, meaning the, the short end of the yield curve, um, meaning short duration bonds are paying more than longer duration bonds. And so um, I guess the only reason you would be buying long duration bonds is that you think rates are going to go down, meaning the Fed's going to start to cut and rates across the interest rate environment are going to go down. And the further you are out the curve when that happens, uh, the more price appreciation you'll get. Uh, but to us, the, the risk return on that doesn't make any sense. And I, Jeff, based on how your question is phrased, you are using bonds in your portfolio as a risk reducer, which is what they should be. And so if you own them for exactly what they're supposed to be owned for, and at least in Josh and my world, then y you can't take any duration right now. It doesn't make any sense to take any duration risk right now because – you know, you're not getting compensated for it on a on a financial uh, basis, um, and you know if if interest rates keep going up, you're going to continue to suffer, and so it doesn't make any sense to us. You know, the theory is you can now get a 10-year bond that locks in a 4% rate. And if you know, you're know you buying really short one year or less and, and rates go down, you're going to be sort of you know left up you know what creek. And so I don't happen to be in that camp because to me, you're talking about such small percentages where, the, where in terms of upside where the downside is so much greater, it doesn't make sense to us. So when you think about investing money, it's all a risk return story, right? You want to be compensated adequately for the amount of risk you're going to be taking. And so to us, the the trading that happens in the bond market is so much activity for so little extra incremental return to us. It just makes sense to stay short and really high quality. Believe me, Josh and I think about this all the time. When can we start taking duration risk? When can we start taking credit risk? And we're still not there yet. Uh, and then regards to the Oregon municipal bond market, what, what Jeff is talking about is Oregon and most states have uh, triple tax-free bonds. So they have your, a bond that um, is issued by a municipality, let's say the city of Bend, um, for parks improvement, whatever it might be, for Park and Rec, the mafia that is Bend. And, and uh, so they issue bonds, let's say $300 million worth of Oregon municipal bonds, and you don't pay uh, taxes to the federal level, the state level, or, or the city level. And because of that, the yield is, of course, going to be lower, right? Because you're not paying taxes on the interest. Um, and so when we look, when I, I look all the time at the Oregon muni market and I look at different states where we have clients, California, Washington, and it just doesn't make sense right now. The risk return story there is similar. Unless, Jeff, you are uh, worth a s stupid amount of money, hundreds of millions of dollars, and you have a tax problem, it doesn't make any sense right now for for you to look at buying uh, triple tax free bonds because the yields are so unbelievably low. And when you factor in where inflation is, you're going to be losing money on a real basis. So I don't know uh, if you have anything to comment on long bonds. Well, I think our industry is like the consensus now is to start taking duration. At least that's what I think I hear from all of the you know talking heads or whatever else. And I guess to explain the theory there the is that you're, been you're locking long in enough and you're locking in that higher rate at a relatively attractive opportunity. I mean, I guess there's some... And they think rates are going to go down. Yeah, of course. But, uh, you know, the, I guess there's some logic behind that in that if you're holding individual bonds and you're holding them to maturity, but at least as far as what we see, no one does that really. So, uh, you know, unless you're doing that on your own, I mean, there's maybe some credence to it. But at, for most people, when you just start taking duration risk in a, a fund and it's just going to mark the market and, uh, you know, you, the, the risk reward just isn't there. And so... Yeah, I guess I understood. I guess in that case, maybe a barbell strategy where you take some duration risk, but you have to be buying individual bonds. And based on Jeff's question, I think he wasn't. Probably uh, and, buying. And, but like, you know, you still think is a four percent 10 year treasury like realistic in the current environment that we're in? And is that adequate compensation for what's going to happen over the next decade? And I'd. I'd to me, that doesn't really make sense. No, I mean, unless you're, like I said, $100 million and you don't care. Okay, let's uh, – we got an email from Suzanne. Uh, Suzanne says, my husband added to his IRA a small position in an individual company stock. The reason was because people on Reddit think it will make money. The stock is AMC and the IRA held by Schwab. Uh, I told him – at the time that a retirement account is no place for stock speculation and you should sell it and put the money into a target year retirement fund. Can you please explain why this is a very bad idea? I'm assuming any money it makes gets eaten alive by fees. He doesn't even know he's paying. <laughs> well, Suzanne, um, 
whether it's your husband or most people that are listening right now, and I say most, I say all of you, you shouldn't be buying individual stocks. The fact that you're buying individual stocks based on Reddit makes it even worse. Even though they, uh, Wall Street Bets is a really good track record. AMC is uh, obviously the movie uh, you know the place, the movie theater chain. Um, talk about a bad business. I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time I went to a movie theater, um, and so that obviously is a terrible business. It's loaded with debt. Um, Reddit is you, so. He, here's the the deal: is if it, Suzanne, you, you need to tell yourself, your husband, this: if professional money managers, the people that get paid to do this, that have all these degrees, that have all these resources, if they can't beat the market. Why does your husband think that based on some Reddit board, he's going to beat the market over time? And the answer is he's not. And uh, he he can like create a fake account and do some of this trading and realize how bad he's going to be at it. And then he'll just go back to investing in index funds. The one thing you said is target your retirement fund. I would just say a better thing to do. I mean, if if that's your only option and, and you do it at Vanguard or some really low cost place, that's fine. But you should be buying, or he should be buying low cost index funds or exchange traded funds that and build an asset allocation that matches his situation. Um, none of you out there should be buying individual stocks. You never should be buying anything based on message boards on the internet because if you saw who were behind these messages, <laughs> you would grab your wallet and run. But so much of this stuff that's been done on the internet is not – they're not buying fundamentally good. They're not talking about you know Procter & Gamble and they're, they're talking about businesses that have huge short interest and they want to um, squeeze the shorts and make the stock go up. But the people that end up doing it, uh, all the work, end up losing the money. All right. That's our show this week. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week. listening to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit northwestquadrantwealth.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and, if necessary, seek professional advice.